Hey everyone, I'm Andrea Ferretti and this is Yoga Land. Today my guest is Sarah Gardner. Sarah is the founder of Yoga Reaches Out. It's an event that has been going on for 14 years and has raised $4 million over the years for Boston Children's Hospital and other children's charities. I wanted to have Sarah on the show after a few minutes of talking to her on Zoom when she invited Jason and I to be the headliners at this year's event. So just a quick plug, if you would like to join us, uh, we will be in Boston for this event at Gillette Stadium on April 28th with a whole roster of other fantastic yoga teachers. So to learn more about the event, you can go to www.yogareachesout.org. You can also, if you would like to just donate to the event, you can donate to our team. Just go to that page and search on Team Yogaland and your donation will go directly to this signature event. I really enjoyed talking to Sarah today. I wanted to pick her brain. I know there's so many of you out there who have your own events, your own fundraisers, your own causes, and I thought it would just be great to hear from her what she's learned over the years, um, as well as, you know, any mistakes she's made, any, any advice she has, how she went from running the entire event herself to making it a signature event at Boston Children's. So now they actually have staff at Boston Children's who help run the event and they've taken it in-house, which is which is really, really unusual. And it just it just creates an even greater impact. So we had a great conversation. I know you will learn a lot from her and be inspired by her. Before we get to the interview, I just wanted to remind all of you that Jason's Injury Prevention online course is open for registration. So you can go to learn.jasonyoga.com slash injuries, and it's called Better Way to Flow, Preventing and Managing Common Yoga Injuries. It's just everything you ever needed in one place to understand and minimize risk in the yoga room. He kind of slices and dices it in different ways. So he goes over the different regions of the body, the the knees, the hips, the shoulders, the lower back, the sacroiliac, and explains that foundational anatomy and sort of the best practices and the overviews for those different areas. And then he goes through poses as well and how to adapt them for your students who are perhaps experiencing pain or injury. And I think most importantly, this course will empower you to help your students in the yoga room without feeling like you are going outside of your scope as a yoga teacher. It's really, really hard when people come to you with pain to not want to completely fix them and feel like you have all the answers. But the truth is that we we are not medically trained. We're not PTs. We don't have that background or that ability to assess and diagnose on that level. So he really helps you walk through how to help people in the best way that you can as a yoga teacher. Okay, so without further ado, enjoy the interview with Sarah. Well, hi, Sarah. Thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Andrea. I'm really excited to be here with you. Jason and I are so excited to come and be a part of Yoga Reaches Out this year, April 28th at Gillette Stadium in Boston, in the Boston area. And I just wanted to share 
how, you know, your story, how it came about, because it is such an impressive organization and you have done so much. And I know there are lots of yogis out there who are interested in, in philanthropy and fundraising. So I also thought that people could learn from your story. So I'm wondering if you could give us a little bit of an idea of just kind of like the top line state of, of yoga reaches out right now. you you started it, if I'm correct, in 2010. Right. Yes. Your first yoga thon. Yes. And so that's 14 years that you've been working to support Boston Children's Hospital. And one of the things that you talked about with Jason and I were, were all the different aspects that, that the funds you have raised have, have helped, all of the different ways you've helped Boston Children's. So I was wondering if you could talk about audience through that a little bit. Absolutely. I'm just really excited about you and Jason being at our our event. It is our 13th uh, Yoga Reaches Out coming up on April 28th. So thank you guys so much for being our lead presenters. And we can talk a little bit more about that later. But yes, so Yoga Reaches Out uh, is an organization that I started 14 years ago, but it was just an idea. And it has grown because of the yoga community. And we have raised over $4 million for Boston Children's Hospital and a lot more funds as well for other children's charities before Boston Children's Hospital took over the event about six years ago, uh, which we can talk about as well. But so the the primary event is here in Boston, and it raises money for the Until Every Child is Well Fund at Boston Children's. And it's a really neat way for us to support the hospital because it's it supports things that maybe you don't think about as much, like the dog therapy program and the art therapy program and all these ways that these families, they can travel from different countries to Boston Children's and the Until Every Child is Well Fund helps with food vouchers and hotel stays and parking and all these things that perhaps you don't think about and that is not covered by insurance. So it's really important that philanthropy uh, helps as much as possible. So we have been very instrumental in helping families for years and years now, and it has changed their lives, but also changed so many yogis lives because of making a difference. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and we've help the hospital in other ways. Uh, When we first started, uh, when I was able to pick exactly where the money was going in each like, uh, like floor in the hospital. So when the first year it supported the NICU, and I can get into the story about that as well of why I started Yoga Reaches Out having to do with my son. But we were able to support other areas of the hospital, like the heart center and uh, research for autism and research for cancer. So that has really made an impact in the hospital in so many ways. So it's been uh, this incredible journey that I am blessed to be a part of. It's so great, Sarah. I mean, it gives me chills thinking about families traveling from far away to come to the hospital. And like you said, all of those, what we think of as little things until you're going through it and thinking about, you know, families that are, you know, marginalized families, like paying for the hospital parking, paying for food, paying for staying overnight. I I just, it it just is, you know, it's just gives me chills thinking about it. So I think what's really 
amazing is about your story is just how relatable you are. You are a yoga teacher. You are a mom. You're just like everyone, right? And you had this one little seedling of an idea and you've just nurtured it and it's grown and grown. That's so impressive and inspiring. So tell us about, you know, I know why you started it and the story with your son, but it'd be great if you could share with everyone what made you come up with the idea and and specifically why Boston Children's or or why Children's Charities. You mentioned in the beginning, it was more broadly Children's Charities. Right, right. So it has always been for Boston Children's uh, as like the main beneficiary, but we also donated to other children's charities as part of the event for the first several years as well. So, so my son, my husband and I, our son is 23 years old now. So when he was born, he was born 10 weeks premature. He was three pounds and he was in the NICU for seven and a half weeks. And the doctors and nurses and caretakers at Boston Children's were instrumental in saving his life. He had many blood transfusions. He needed all kinds of care around the clock. And I mean, you're a mom, Andrea, you understand, I mean, anybody that has loved a little one in any, any way, an aunt, an uncle, you know, brother, sister, anything that when you see that child uh, that is so much love coming from that child, but helpless at the same time, and then you find this group of people that helps your child, helps that that little person live the life that you know that they can live, all you want to do is say thank you after that. All you want to do is give back in some way. Mm-hmm. And so I was just beginning my yoga journey after Will was born. And I started practicing and I fell in love with yoga. Then I did a lot of work with an organization called Landmark, and I did the Landmark Forum and then the Advanced Course. And what I got out of that, and I say that it took me 40 years for me to realize that, and I remember now this was 14 years ago. Now okay. I, just, I just told you my age. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so so... It took me 40 years to realize that it's not about me, that we're here to make a difference and we're here to help others. And Landmark helped me to see that and will open my eyes to the gift of of giving back and helping and helping people. And so I seriously just had an idea. I mean, I have this hysterical story of driving down a main highway here uh, outside of Boston and it just came to me of, I want to have a yogathon at Gillette Stadium. I want to bring a thousand people together, mm-hmm. raise a million dollars for Boston Children's Hospital. And I came home and I shared the idea with my husband and Will and Emma. We have a daughter as well. And yeah, family was like, great, sounds awesome. And then I shared it with some uh, you know, friends and, and people in the yoga community. And a few of them were 100% on board. And a few of them were like, Sarah, Gillette Stadium, how about, <laughs> how about your local yoga studio to start? And I said, no, no, this is the vision. This is I, I see Gillette Stadium. So I'm going to go for it. 
and put the idea out there, had incredible people that supported. And uh, like I said, the yoga community were the ones that just wrapped their arms around it with so much love and support. They basically were like, wait a minute, you're going to create something that we get to do what we love to do and give back at, at the same time. Sign me up. How can I help? What can I do? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So that was um, in 2010. We had our first event at Gillette Stadium. It's every year it's been in the field house at Gillette because of the weather here in New England, except for one year we tried it on the field just a few years ago. And, and it was great, but it was cold and it, it, weather was not perfect. So we've, uh, we've realized that the field house, which is where the Patriots practice and the revolution, our soccer team, it is a, it's, it's become our home. It's like this little oasis and you feel Mm -hmm. like when you're practicing like the whole dome, the whole field house is levitating. It's, it's magical. It really is. So it just has grown every year since then. And we, uh, we keep, bringing incredible teachers together, yoga communities. You know, we've probably had 75 teams, so yoga studios or maybe book clubs or gyms. They'll they'll start a team for the event, and then they'll come as a smaller community, but to be a, a part of the bigger community, which then is to be about a, a part of something bigger than themselves. And mm-hmm. uh, it really is this incredible day of service, of seva, of celebration, of helping others, and knowing that you have contributed so much. I mean, that's one of the greatest things I love about Yoga Reaches Out is that people truly feel like they're making a difference, that they have made a difference, that their fundraising, because everybody fundraises $300 or so for Boston Children's Hospital prior to the event, that gets them their mat space for the day. And then they get to just be there and know that they've contributed. And it really truly has made a huge difference uh, at the hospital. Yeah. So, I mean, I love that story of just driving down the road and having the vision, like that's a big vision. (laughs) And, but you kind of have to, if you, you know, I think so often the best ideas are that way. Like they're kind of a bit out of our reach and there's something to aspire to and they really, really motivate us. Had you just decided like, I'll just do one little class at my studio you know, it probably wouldn't have grown to be what it is now. Who knows? But so, so that first year, I'm just thinking of people listening who are like, okay, how do you, you know, get started with something like this? How did you structure it? And so let's explain now, if you want to be a part of the event, what you have to do, like you mentioned the fundraising, but just Mm -hmm. how it's structured. I think it's really smart. And then, um, and then you know, I'm wondering if you knew to do that right off the bat or if it was different in the beginning. Um, and how did you approach the hospital in the beginning? Sure. So I, so the way that the fundraising happens is that each participant, and we've had about a thousand yogis uh, on the day of the event for the past few years, it's grown from 420, I think, our first year in 2010 uh, to 1,000 plus. We had about 1,200 right before COVID, and then and then we're building back up to that now. Right. So every participant registers for the event, and then they commit to fundraising $300 
for the hospital through the event. And it's this it's so easy, Andrea. It's really amazing. Everybody gets their own fundraising page. Uh, the hospital gives you all kinds of you know, tools and ways to send it out through social media, through emails or text messages, any any way to ask for donations. And the thing that I think that is so important for people in fundraising, because it can be, it can be like, gosh, I just don't feel comfortable asking for money. It's not my thing. I don't want to do it. And I keep reminding people and myself that I'm not asking for me. I'm mm-hmm. asking for the children and the families in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it just changes the game when you look at it that way. And so it, like starting yoga reaches out. It just had to overcome the fear of well, what happens if this fails or what happens if nobody comes or, you know, so fundraising. What happens if somebody doesn't you know, donate to me? Well, that's okay. You just keep moving on and you ask the next person. And then you'll be pleasantly surprised how many people uh, are so generous out there uh, and contribute to mm-hmm. your efforts. So that's how the that's how the fundraising works. And then, then you asked me a second question in that first part. How did you, when you first started it, did you structure it that way? And, and then, and how did you first approach the hospital in the early days? Right. right. So and it has been structured that way as far as fundraising every year. And, uh, you know, you develop a, a platform for fundraising. I mean, I could go into discussion about starting a 501c3 and things like that. If you think your audience is interested in that, but basically to, you know, what I was to the hospital uh, for the first like eight years was a third party fundraising event. So another way to look at that is I was a lemonade stand. Mm-hmm. I, I I like to say it was a very large lemonade stand, but that's that's what I was. So the hospital, of course, embraced it and was a oh my gosh, Sarah, thank you. Uh, but their hands are tied to some extent when it's a third party event as far as promoting it on their website and things like that. So a lot of it was just for years and years was grassroots. Uh, and a lot of it st- still is, but it was, you know, ha- building a committee and having people that you, that are so much smarter than me in so many different areas, help with marketing and help with sponsorship and all these different things. So it became this real group effort. Uh, and so the, the hospital was extremely grateful and, and loved the idea and never heard of anything like this before. Uh, there are other fundraising events and the hospital does other sporting fundraising events. And so I, I would learn from those. We have one here called the Pan Mass Challenge, which is a long two-day bike event that raises money for cancer. And it's fantastic. And you have to raise a lot of money to participate in it. And I guess I was trying to make it very doable for people. And we have, obviously we have the Boston marathon as well, which not everybody can run a marathon. And I, again, wanted to create something that even nobody, somebody that had never done yoga could come and enjoy the the day. Mm -hmm. So those were goals as well and structuring it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's really smart. Would you say, can you think back on any growing pains over the years? Like anything that you learned, you know, perhaps didn't work that you 
learn to do differently as the years went on? Or did you feel like once you kind of got it structured, it's just been a matter of, of raising awareness and getting more people to come? I think uh, growing pains, I think there's definitely growing pains, especially at the beginning and, and learning, you know, every year after the event, I would, my mind would directly go to what's to the next year's event and how Mm -hmm. can I make it better? So there's growing pains of just, just logistics, just schedule of a length of time that the teachers teach for and you know, what made people happy and the food, I mean, all kinds of things like that. So <laughs> I think that I'm, I, I'm still learning. I still have ways that I would love to improve the day uh, for the yoga community, ways to fundraise and make more of an impact for the hospital. So I can't tell you like specific growing pains because I, I still experience them. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Just related to the event planning and, and all of the logistics and things like that. Right, yeah. right, definitely. Yeah. Yes, yes. At this point, Boston Children's has employees who help set up and put out the event. So at what point did that shift happen? And, and sure. yeah. So uh, just to back up just a little bit. So uh, Yoga Reaches Out had the chapter here in New England, which was doing great and growing every year. And I definitely had other people uh, that were reaching out to me from different states about, can we do this in South Carolina? Can we do this in San Francisco, Connecticut? And so I did start chapters through in different states throughout the country. And it was amazing, but it was also, it was too much for just me to do. And I was based here outside of Boston and it was hard to run an event, say in LA when I was here. But at the same time, it there were great events that did happen uh, through these other chapters that we started because of these incredible volunteers that donated their time to to run to run events. And we raise money for all these different charities, children's charities always, but throughout throughout different states. So that was that was really neat. And but then I realized that I couldn't grow it the way that I wanted to grow it. And I realized that New England was my baby, definitely was the most successful one. And so I was like, okay, let's let's reel it in a little bit and let's focus on New England and what does that look like? And I realized at that point that Yoga Reaches Out had these wings that that could grow uh, if I were to go to the hospital and see if they would they would take it on as what they call a signature event for the hospital. So it's no longer a third party event. It becomes under the Children's Hospital umbrella and becomes an event that they really take in house and run. So. A hard decision, but probably one of the best of you know I've made is to go to the hospital and present that to them, ask them if they would like to make it a signature event. And it was the first time they have ever done that, take a third party and, and make it a signature event. And they said yes. And so since then, they do all the sort of the registration, uh, social media, I mean, all these incredible things that I was doing with by myself and with uh, you know one other employee and 
volunteers. And so I remember sitting in a boardroom at Children's Hospital and it was like this long table with chairs around it. And I'm sitting there and I look around and there's like eight or 10 people sitting there with me and they were all there for marketing. And I just kind of like fell back on my chair, like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm getting all this help now. And Mm -hmm. so it's been, it's been wonderful. Uh, You know, it's, definitely an interesting ride to kind of seriously let your baby go, but think that it is absolutely best for helping families and children in need. So, uh, you know, and I get to do the things that I really love, which is picking the yoga teachers, going out to yoga studios, recruiting, and just meeting people and sharing my story like I'm sharing with you right now. So it's it's been a win-win for sure. And how long ago was that, that you did the presentation and they took it in-house? Yeah. So I think it was about, uh, so we are about to have year number 13 because we, we, the first event was 2010 and it was in the fall and then we moved it to the spring. So we skipped the 11 and then with COVID we skipped a year, but anyway, so it was in, I think 2018 that I went to the hospital and they took it on. Yeah. yeah. It must have it must have been such like you said a mixed experience of of letting go but also such a relief if you right. were doing so right. much of that with one other person and yeah. then yeah. to have all that help and other brains thinking through things and then organizing and then the day of I can't imagine how much better it must be for you on the day of now. Yeah. Is it like a different <laughs> world? <laughs> it it is different. It definitely is. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I still have big responsibilities, but I. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not exactly all on you. It's, no, not it's not all on you. Not all on me. It's not all on me. But it's a, it's a wonderful day. It's just incredible. And the way that the day is structured is we have a registration period just where people um, come and and get their mat placement for the day. And all the yoga studios or people groups that have teams get placed on the field together. Uh, And then we have like usually have live music, we have a marketplace so people can shop. And then there are five New England teachers that each teach one right after the other for about a hour and a half, two hour practice in the morning. And then we have a break. And then we have our New England uh, lead presenter teach, which is, um, you know, you and Jason this year. So, and we've been so blessed with our national teachers. It's just been incredible. And, and I love picking the New England teachers as well. Mm -hmm. And really lets different parts of New England shine in different ways and different styles of yoga shine. And it's really neat. Well, we, I I know, by the way, I know you had Faith Hunter last year, who is just one of my all-time favorite yoga teachers. Um, And you, and you said you've had Amanda and Nick too, right? MCU. Yes. So the year we were outside, which was the two years ago, uh, they, they, yes, they were, came and (laughs) it was so fun. It was, (laughs) our 10 year anniversary was during COVID. So we did it virtually inside and not to you know, say anything negative, but it wasn't quite the celebration I was hoping for. Right. And so MC Yogi, MC Yogi was like, yeah, like 
Oh yes. my gosh. Let's do it. And it was the party that I was hoping for. Oh my it, gosh. Uh, yeah, it was great. But yes, we've had Sean Korn and Catherine Budig and Baron Baptiste and Ralph Gates. I mean, just uh, amazing teachers. Different different national teacher every single year so far. We've never right. repeated. Yeah. The other thing that sounds so wonderful about it is, you know, Jason and I talk a lot about how as yoga teachers, even if you work for the same studio all the time, if that's your full-time gig, you're still a free agent. Like it's really hard to connect with your colleagues. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not having meetings together like all day long the way I did when I worked in an office and you're not getting that community and that sense of feedback and camaraderie. And so it sounds really nice that, like you said, it's, it's teachers from all around new England, everybody getting together. I'm sure people are seeing old friends. I'm sure people are meeting new contacts and new friends around new England. Like that's just such a, it's such a brilliant part of it. It's, it's, they, it's been called, you know, Christmas for yogis. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. so nice. So it's, so it nice. really is bringing everybody together. And often it's the only time, you know, they see each other once a year at the event. And so it's a celebration. It really is. It's a reunion. Absolutely. Can't wait to be a part of it. Sarah, do you have any recommendations for yoga teachers out there who are thinking about starting some kind of fundraising effort? I think that first of all, it's the why. I think it's, you you know, what is it in your heart that is calling you to help others? You know, is it, is it a cause? Is it something that you went through that your family went through? And so deciding on your why, and then, you know, we all have fear, we all have vulnerability, but it's walking through that and knowing that even if it doesn't work out the way that you think that perhaps it should or would, is that you're going to learn from it. And you're no matter what, you're going to still help others. So uh, I think it's, okay, what is it that's calling you? And then really kind of sit down with those ideas and then have lots and lots of conversations with people, really pick people's brains on what they've done, what they might recommend, what is, you know, worked in the past as far as a fundraiser in your area and, you know, make all of those really, you know, really neat kind of conversations and connections with, with people. And then, at the end of the day, just go for it. <laughs> just go for it. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I don't know. I believed in whatever it was that came to me on that highway and I just put my mind to it. And again, I just had an idea. It really truly was the yoga community that made it happen. And Yoga Reaches Out is where it is and and has helped as many young children and families that it has because of yogis. So it's, uh, it's, I'm just here just with an idea. So uh, (laughs) I really say, get the idea, get the vision, get the why and start planning it out. Uh, and you know, it does not need to be a thousand people at your mm-hmm. you know, stadium. It can be, it can be a walk. It can be a dinner. It can be just a, a going to 
a hospital and donating your time that, you know, and one thing that's really cool that Yoga Reaches Out did and has funded for the past several years is a, it's the Yoga Reaches Out room and it's at a wellness center in the hospital. And we 100% fund yoga, Reiki, meditation to the the patients, to the caretakers. We offer Reiki uh, certification for them as well, bringing yoga and Reiki up to the rooms. So you can, you can do that. Yogis can do that. Call your hospital, call uh, you know, a health center and see if you can just donate a yoga class a week or a month and just get your feet wet and see what that feels like. Because, oh my goodness, there is no greater joy than helping others. And mm-hmm. I cannot just recommend or say enough about what it feels like to do that, to, to hear of making a difference and helping others. That's so awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah. I mean, I also think that bit of brilliance that you offered, which is like walk through the fear, like you're going, fear is going to come up as you're planning, as you're putting the event on that it's not going to work or, and like you said, you're just growing and learning. So got to walk through that. Everyone has it. It's helpful to hear that, especially given that you have 14 years under your belt and this big successful event that you too have gone through that. Um, that, that's really smart to remember. So thank you so much. Thanks so much for being here. We cannot wait to come. Um, and thanks for your passion and for bringing the yoga community together and for helping all of the children. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. And uh, yogareachesout.org. If you guys have any questions about the event, you can find me and I'm uh, social media and I'm happy to help in any way. If somebody wants to start a nonprofit or has questions about fundraising, I'm more than happy to, to assist in any way that I can. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thanks. Thank you. We'll see you really soon. Yes. See you soon. April 28th. <laughs> April 28th. Okay. Um, thank you. Thanks. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Again, if you would like to join us on April 28th at Gillette Stadium in Boston, or if you would like to donate to our team, you can go to www.yogareachesout.org and get all the details. If you want to donate to our team directly, you just search for Yoga Land in the, in the search box on that page and it'll pop up for you. I'm really excited about the event. I can't wait to see so many of you out there and Yeah, I just can't wait. I can't wait to do yoga in person with a whole group of people. Isn't it amazing how much we appreciate it now after COVID? I I still do. I still, when I go to my yoga class here locally, I still appreciate being in the room with people again. And if you would like to sign up for Jason's injuries course, you go to learn.jasonyoga.com slash injuries. If you want to see our schedule for the whole year of the online courses that Jason has available this year, you can go to jasonyoga.com slash schedule. All right, everyone, until next week, enjoy your practice.